sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a time from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in uh, Birdland. It's Hanson Tibbetts along with um, Chip Darmstadt. And we're on the cusp of uh, May. So May being the, uh, I think, the greenest month in the state of Vermont. Getting ready for Green Up Day. And not too far away, the first uh, official Saturday in May where everyone goes out and picks up all the litter that was uh, accumulated over the last year. Hidden under the snow. Under the snow, on the sides of the roads. It's amazing how stuff blows around. Um, so, yeah, no, so, but uh, I think uh, it's been soggy, though, but it's been a very soggy period for us the last uh, 10 days or so. Which is, I've been away, but I'm, I'm glad to hear that because I think it's also, in addition to bird migration season, it's amphibian migration season. That's right. And um, I understand that a lot of uh, amphibians have already um, been on the move, spotted salamanders and um, toads and peepers and wood frogs. Uh, but if you know if things are too dry, they can't complete that life cycle. They may get to the um, breeding vernal pools to lay eggs, but there needs to be enough water in those pools for the uh, eggs to hatch, the larvae to develop, and the adults to uh, disperse. So um, it's good to get this rain. We need it, up, need it for all sorts of reasons. No, I think that uh, mission accomplished there because it's uh, lots of good uh, vernal pools, lots of puddling and stuff that, you know, probably by June maybe maybe drying up. But I think it's been good. The peepers certainly been spectacular this year. They're always spectacular, but the chorus has been fantastic over the last few nights. Nice. Great. Yeah. So you've been away. Where were you? Um, deep in the heart of Texas, um, down in the lower Rio Grande Valley. I guess that's not the heart of Texas. It's <laughs> southernmost Texas. Uh, I just led a, a North Branch Nature Center birding trip down there. So we spent a week birding from basically Brownsville, South Padre Island, right on the coast, all the way out to, to Falcon Dam, um, going west from, from there. Um, all along the Rio Grande, so southernmost Texas, plus a little bit of uh, a little further north of King Ranch, which was a fascinating place to visit. So you uh, you're ahead of the migration, then. So you be you beat the birds back. Is that what's happening here? Well, you know, in part at least, it's interesting. One of the birds I saw down there is our uh, our solitary vireo, blue headed vireo. Uh, I saw one down there. And the day I got back, I saw one up here. So, you know, that's kind of fun to think that, you know, they're already in Vermont in small numbers, blue-headed vireo, but there's, they're still coming through in Texas as well. So that's quite a spread there. Yeah, um, caught an earlier flight, no doubt, than the other one you saw down in Texas, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, you know, it's typical for blue-headed vireos to show up um, uh, in Vermont in April and, you know, when they get here, they're already singing. Um, but, you know, there's always the birds that are kind of in the, the advanced front, and then there's the, the ones that kind of linger behind, take their time. Yeah, so uh, right now, you know, as the, the trees are just starting to, you know, leave out, there's that sort of that 
um, light green, depending on when you are. I think Southern Vermont is probably, sometimes there could be two weeks ahead of us. Um, but it's really starting to green up. Um, you know, the ramps are out uh, for sure. Fiddleheads in some places, people are beginning to forage and, uh, oh, nice. and the birds are coming back. So the uh, blue-headed vireo, but we also have the, uh, the red-eyed vireo, probably is the most popular one, right? Yeah, um, probably, maybe after a red-winged blackbird, uh, one of the most numerous birds in Vermont. Um, we did see a couple of those in Texas, too. I, I don't think they're back here quite yet, but definitely coming through southern Texas, um, as are a lot of other warblers. Um, it's funny the differences. I, you know, I, this morning I, I heard pine warbler uh, singing away at Red Rocks Park. Uh, meanwhile, just a few days ago in southern Texas, there was hooded warbler and pathonotary warbler and worm-eating warbler. So some of the more southern warblers are, are just coming through Texas. Meanwhile, our, our, one of our earliest warblers in Vermont, pine warbler and yellow rump warbler, are already here. Yeah, good stuff. The, uh, the warblers are returning. Um, yeah, just, uh, you know, May is going to be a spectacular month for sure. The turkeys are gobbling. A lot of turkeys this year. Uh, turkey uh, youth, season, youth season this weekend and then opening turkey season is May 1. So it's uh, right on the cusp of that as well. So uh, the woods are certainly uh, alive uh, for the birds. Anson Chip. Uh, Chip was with the uh, North Branch Nature Center. He took a tour down in, uh, down in Texas. What else did you see down there besides the um, blue-headed vireo? Oh, man, there are so many species that are just barely creep into into um, the U.S. Uh, from Mexico in southernmost Texas. So birds like green jay, we saw quite a few green jay. Um, Morelet sea eater, this little, it's actually a tanager, I believe, um, that's common in Central America, um, but only in a few spots in southernmost Texas, a little black and white sea eater. Uh, let's see, vermilion flycatcher, lots of colorful birds like that, roadrunner, oh, some species that are more common uh, in the Midwest, in the West, like western tanager and yellow-headed blackbird. Uh, so it's an interesting mix. You get these specialties that are only in southernmost Texas. Chachalaca, for example, is another one. Olive sparrow buff-bellied hummingbird. But then you get some western birds, um, like the western tanager. We didn't see it, but there's also, there was a mountain bluebird down there. And then there's shorebirds coming through, so lots of stilt sandpipers, dowagers, avocets. And then, of course, our, our, our warblers that will be coming up to Vermont. Um, well, we saw yellow rump warblers still in, in their winter plumage. Uh, and then some of this more southern warblers, like hooded warbler. It's just a really amazing mix. Uh, this one spot, South Padre Island, um, there's some little protected areas there surrounded by development, and they're just packed with birds because there's so many coming across the Gulf of Mexico, and they make landfall there. So they hit landfall there. What's the, um, what's the weather like down there this time of year? Well, uh, <laughs> well uh, let's see. We just had 40 degrees this morning. Uh, or in the lower 40s, right? Uh, and we had upper 90s. We saw 101 degrees one day. Mm. Uh, but most days it was in the 80s. Uh, on the coast, it was a little cooler. Uh, 
upper upper 70s early, uh, low 80s. But yeah, hot and humid. We waited out a, a thunderstorm um, in a, under a, a shelter, and they were predicting baseball-sized hail. It didn't happen, thank goodness. Uh, but yeah, the weather down there a little different. Yeah. So they they so they say um, they come across the. Uh the Gulf here, and then they yeah. hit this region. And now, that, do they all disperse throughout the United States from there, or do this is there some particular flight plat, flight pattern from this part of Texas to other parts of the United States? Well, they you know they can really make landfall anywhere along the Gulf Coast. So, from you know southernmost Texas or even northern Mexico, uh, so places like South Padre Island, but further up the coast, like. Galveston, High Island, um, not too far from Houston, and then all along the, um, you know, Alabama, Mississippi, uh, Panhandle of Florida. So, and then from there, yeah, they can go, you know, up the Midwest, through the Midwest, or uh, hug the Eastern Seaboard, or along the Appalachian. So, uh, there's definitely some flyways, um, uh, but they, they do spread out to some degree from when they hit the coast. Good stuff. All right. And um, so over the next week or so, we're going to be seeing more and more warblers in Vermont for sure, right? Oh, yeah. Black and white warbler, black throated green warbler. Um, they're already here in, in, a, in you know, a few spots in Vermont. Uh, yeah, they're, they're coming for sure. We mentioned red-eyed vireo, hermit thrush, yellow-bellied sapsucker. So warblers and, and all, all those other woodland, woodland birds are, are just showing up. Exciting time. Fantastic. Well, uh, we do have to uh, fly out of here for another weekend. Everyone enjoy your um, last weekend in April. And uh, May is uh, right around the corner. Another fantastic month for birding. And we'll be back next weekend with more bird chatter. Until then, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. Over the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Thank you.